had this as a work joke. Did it? Did it play well? It, hit, it landed. It landed. <laughs> it landed. Everyone loved it. You're the bell of the ball. I was the bell of the ball. For. And I'm Jewish Dave. This is Bird Road. This is Bird Road. So, um, my notes. Today is Earth Day, Dave. Earth is Day. Earth Day. Is Earth Day always like right next to 420? Like, is that always how it is? That makes sense. I mean, why? You know, it because it's an herb and it comes from the you know from the Earth, dude. Weed, you, know? you mean? Yeah, weed. Yeah. yeah. It's from the planet, man. It's from... yeah. It's natural. I'm I'm lumping in marijuana now with um all those things that I talked about before, where it's like things that are like um like Fight Club, where like I like it, but I don't like the people who like it. It's the worst. Yeah, the, like marijuana people are the worst. Have we talked about that before? Like um that. Have we talked? To, have we talked to before about the fact that like um, marijuana got like a thousand times more annoying when you guys yeah. like legalized it? Everybody came out of the box with like all the fucking pain in the ass shit. I don't remember if we've talked about it specifically, but yeah, you told I, the me whole about culture that. around yeah, the whole culture around it is so annoying. And <laughs> there's also like the thing with all the different strains. There's no way anybody knows the difference between those things. There, it's the exact same thing. It no. just depends on how much you and, cough. And They'll all pretend that they do. They'll be like, no, no, yeah. this gives you a mellow. And then this yeah. gives you, like, a chill. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? No, this will give you, like... fucking feeling. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just weed, man. <laughs> Shut up. It's just fucking weed. And, and, I mean, it used to be just weed. Like, it, it, that used to be a generally okay statement to make and now it's like you're just uncultured no i remember like when when your dealer would like the only question they had for you was literally like how much do you want and there was like no like (laughs) thing about like maybe maybe there was good and bad but that was like the extent of it yeah we smoked bad weed in college i remember weed was terrible back in like the early 2000s it sucked (laughs) And in the, yeah. on the West Coast, it was way way better than anywhere else. So like we actually had a pretty good, pretty good time with that. I think we, we were pretty fortunate. Yeah. Um. I ordered a. What what do you what do you think of all the like, beyond the N95 masks and stuff like that? What do you think of the Bane masks? Like the big, you know, like the like this. I ordered a. Right. I, I ordered. I a haven't seen anybody mask. wearing that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Let me show you the mask I ordered. Um, it's coming on Friday because I actually. Tell me what you think about this. I have to go to work on Monday. I have to go into a corporate really? office. Yeah. Fucking Florida. <laughs> fucking every southern state. Every stupid <laughs> yeah. fucking southern state with the, the just the biggest idiots on the planet running everything. Completely, complete, like business completely run amok. <laughs> it's just the dumbest, dumbest shit. Oh, it must be infuriating. It's the fucking <laughs> worst. Wait, let me show you what I ordered. You're going to spit your drink out when I show you. Hang on. Yeah, this. This is what I ordered. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. This is a good question. Uh, I I like that it's under the the military collectibles category of eBay. (laughs) 
<laughs> you it's brand new. Bro. Look, you can see the date on it. It's yeah. made in twenty. Yeah. It's 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 uh, it's it's good until twenty twenty two. Like it's you know. The, so here, the mask here, here's my question is brand about new. This. The mask itself was built in like um in in January of this year, manufactured in January of this year. So, yeah, this is what I'm doing now. So, so, so is there any uh any like actual shared like science or information that a mask like that yeah. is going to do better? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it it, okay. yeah, it, there is. The CDC has guidelines on the different face protection that you have, and it goes everywhere from like the face blockers, which are like the the masks that are not the N95 masks, but just the cloth things that you put over your face or that you could just make at home. And what they're really designed to do, what people don't understand is like those aren't really designed to protect you. They're they're designed to prevent you from from emitting. And then, sure, in theory, if everybody has one on, then nobody is emitting. And then there won't be, yeah. you know, less transfer, right? But yeah, um, the so it goes down. It, it, there's a bunch of masks that are like this. Describe for the listeners, Dave. What is like? What is the mask that I just showed you that I bought? Like, how would you describe it? Uh, if you've seen the trailer for uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's new film Tenet. Uh, it's like what <laughs> David Washington is wearing in that trailer. It's basically like a military grade mask. It's yeah. got like uh, I, I'd imagine you would wear that while uh, while sneaking into some some uh, some military complex that you just bombed with tear gas. It's like a GI Joe character. <laughs> yeah. What, like but what's a flame broil? What was the guy's name? Remember flame broil or char broil <laughs> or whatever? So. <laughs> the GI Joe character. He had he was like a pyromaniac or something. He was a good guy, but that's what he liked doing. I do have you saved out. in my phone as Cobra, by the way. Yeah, yeah. With a Q. <laughs> Cobra. Uh, and I have you saved as Jock Dave. Nice. <laughs> You'll always be Jock Dave <laughs> in my phone. Um, so, all right. So, what I know about the masks and what I've read is that the important thing is not so much the mask itself. Because as long as the mask is like a... F- it, it depends on what you're trying to do. If all you're trying to do is prevent the, the outward spray, like you just wrap a mask around your face, right? But yeah. if you... If like me, you're going into some place where... I don't know what the hell's going on there. This company that shall remain nameless that's forcing me, this client that's forcing me to go into their office on Monday. Um, like they, uh, I don't know what they're doing. They say that they're doing all the right things, but I don't know that. So I have to like, you know, be mm-hmm. careful and take, take precautions. This mask covers all of, you know that you can get this shit through your eyes, right? Like it can come in through your yeah. fucking eyes and this shit covered. This is like a military grade mask that covers your eyes knows everything i'm gonna shave my whole head i'm gonna shave everything well that down. was rule number one yeah it was like it was don't right. touch your face right this is a full face covering now as far as like breathing the thing in what here's what what i've learned in my research before i bought this mask the trick is you have to have the charcoal filters because the charcoal filters create apertures that are too small for the covid thing to pass through and that's mm-hmm. the way that these things work is it depends on what the filters are like firemen and, um, you know, like people working in like, you know, in the military and shit like that, uh, they use different types of filters depending on what kind of environment they're entering into. So like a, a, a like a fireman filter might not, you know, a, fil- a firefighter's filter on their mask might not be appropriate for like 
you know, uh, trying to prevent a virus because viruses are smaller molecules or cells or whatever. So, yeah, I had to do a bunch of research and not all of it is clear. <laughs> like, of course, just like everything yeah. else out there, there's like 20 websites saying one thing and then like three or four websites that are like highly placed in Google that are like, no, don't believe them. They're full of shit. And also, uh, Bush did 9-11 and like, you know, like all these things. And... Yeah. <laughs> so it fucking sucks, man. But yeah, I got, I got a mask. You've been thinking about getting any one of those? I have not, but I have taken to wearing something every time I leave the house, at least. What do so. you got going? What's a little kind of, uh, you making a fashion statement? I've got two different ones. Uh, one of them is like a washable, reusable thingy-majig. I don't know. They're, they're just, you know, the usual nose and, and mouth covers that fog up your glasses when you breathe. So, yeah, Dave. Um, I don't know. How, how, are, how are you guys doing over there? We're good. We're good. We're we're continuing on with all of our all of our projects and things we're doing. Working on everything we were working on last time we talked. Uh, I don't I don't think anything particularly new has happened. Sislak uh, had a nice uh, press conference yesterday. You know, reiterated that we're not reopening up anytime soon. So uh, so that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our uh, our yeah. governor did the opposite yesterday. Um, Ron DeSantis was like, "We're we're doing it." We're, he was he just like to watch it was hilarious because he was just like lashing out at um because yeah. he's been fucking up left and right like he's he's made so many mistakes and uh the he also has been lying or trying to hide the you know total amount of people in the um uh, in in nursing homes who have either died or gotten sick. So the Miami Herald and I think other news news organizations too have been trying to get that information, and the Herald sued to get it. And he so his 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 press conference yesterday was like mm. a lot of lashing out about that, and um, just like bitterness and you know, uh, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, saying that that Florida has flattened the curve, but basically all, all that we've done is just like we're just not testing. Mm. We're just not testing anywhere near as many people as you're supposed to be. So. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's really dystopian. I look out at the, all the, the people that are like protesting. I don't so know. So th- that's something I was actually, uh, wondering about, I was going to bring up and ask you about, cause you know things, but, uh, I, I know this somehow has devolved into a political, like kind of thing where, you know, people on one side, yeah, people yeah, on one side are the po- political aisle, they tend to and believe that this is all bullshit and we should go back to work and all that stuff and other ones are like shut the fuck up and stay home that's people who are on the other side of the whole thing i i don't understand how it got to be that when i mean trump himself seems to be telling people to stay home no he's not he's not he's he's sending out he's encouraging the behavior he's sending out he sent out like a slew of messages over the weekend where he was saying like liberate he, he i forget what i think it was michigan uh minnesota and virginia which are three ostensibly like sort of purplish states um that happen to have democratic governors but also because you know what he's doing is he's positioning the democrat governors right, as right. The enemies even though even though like a lot of those places have the same protections in place or the same stay-at-home orders in place as their neighboring states like 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 Michigan and like Indiana or Minnesota Indiana like they have the same 
precautions in place, the same quote unquote like draconian measures in place. But the the difference is that the makeup of you know the the governor's mansions and or the governor's houses in, in each of those places is that you know they are um, allied with Trump. Mm-hmm. They're Republicans, so it's it's become n- not just like politicized, but like blatantly transparently right, right. politicized um it's i mean i don't know it's just like we just have to wait and see because well you don't have to wait and see you already know what's going to happen like they just right. reopened georgia they're reopening in the process of reopening a bunch of stuff in georgia which has along with florida probably like some of the worst government in that, that you can think of and um the governor is like kind of a clone of, of our governor and um you know, in two weeks, you're just going to see like a huge spike and everybody's going to be like, oh, well, you know, that's what yeah. happens. And <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 I kind of was wondering if the idea is to confuse with mixed messaging, because I, I mean, you know, they do those uh, daily briefings on the news with, with Trump just speaking and just making an ass out of himself the whole freaking time. But uh, he, he's clearly telling people to stay home in those. But then he takes to Twitter later that day and says, liberate, liberate, liberate. And so it's like, I wonder yeah, if just yeah. it's like a mixed message to just basically confuse the shit out of these people. Well, yeah, it doesn't. And, and I mean, like whatever, whatever they want, they're mm-hmm. going to draw from. Like if they want their like that's confirmation bias like... saying the last yeah, because if they're like, oh, I want my little, my happy feelings and my sweeties, my sweetie pies, and I want my like my my creature comforts and and shit, like, uh, it, that's the thing. None of these people are like they all say they want to go back to work, but what they really want to do is force right. poor people to go back to work <laughs> yeah. for them, and they all they all want to get like, you know, uh, uh, grand slams shoveled into their faces and and they're pissed off that they can't go to Denny's yeah. or whatever. They're, they 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 want to get, you know, they want to get their fat doughy white skin pushed and poked by people by like somebody at some therapist at Massage Envy making like $12 an hour. Uh and like they want to they want all their they want all their little creature comforts of their of their like middling shitty upper middle class ninety thousand dollar pickup truck american life back you know they want they want all that shit back and they don't want to go back to work these aren't people that are particularly like necessary or or or, you know doing important jobs these are people who are just the holders Mm -hmm. of wealth in 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 some in some ways they're they're like they hold it in modest ways but just enough that you know their shit ass little jobs are almost in, like incidental to whatever their whatever their status in life is. They just they want their things. They yeah. want their stuff. They want their 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 little endorphin rushes of of fun of life. So um that's what they're really out there squealing about in the streets. And um I don't know. I, I know you're not supposed to say this like but like it would be yeah. fine if they all died. I mean, who <laughs> fucking cares? I'll At this point who cares? Yeah. That's like <laughs> Oh no, but they're misunderstood, or they just, you know, uh, this is this is the working class. That's the funniest shit I've seen is people being like, oh, uh, you know, a lot of um, bias I'm seeing coming from uh, the left. Uh, you know, like other people on the left are saying like these are working class mm-hmm. Americans, and all that's the only thing about them is that the, the only thing that you don't like about them is that they, uh, you know, they 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 happen to hold contrary 
political beliefs to yours, but they are working class and they want it's like, no, dude, if somebody has a fucking like the the the, the iconic video that's come out is the nurse standing in mm-hmm. front of the pickup truck and getting honked at and screamed at by some like like dog the bounty hunter wife looking uh woman screaming at him to like get out of the get out of the road and that he's like a piece of shit or whatever and it's 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 from like a ninety thousand dollar dodge ram 2500 pickup (laughs) and i'm like those aren't that's not a working class person man like like, i know you i know you really want to valorize like a lot of people especially coastal people coastal socialists coastal people like on the left ostensibly want to like i don't know uh, mythologize what the what the working class is but like that's not what the working class in in the flyover states are right. that's not what they are they're not driving around mostly they're not driving around at ninety thousand dollar pickups those are people who are making money off of the working class so that guy probably owns like a bunch of fucking carl's juniors or something like that and you're like he probably owns a carl's jr and has like 30 people working for him and he's pissed off that he has to go a, a whole six weeks without you know uh, his without without uh, driving profits at a double digit year over year yeah. clip um, versus what he had been doing, and because that's the thing that nobody wants to talk about is like everybody's so pissed off about or everybody's so stressed out really about the the like the grinding to the halt of the economy, but that's also an addiction. Like the same way that people are addicted to their sweets and to their to their to their sweet treats and shit like that and every the, and, and milkshakes and their Starbucks and everything the same way that everybody's addicted to all their day to day life stuff, the economy is also mm-hmm. addicted to profit. Like we could, in theory, just put everything on pause for ninety days. Be like, okay, guys, you know, just roll roll the roll the hockey net off the off the uh, off the road while the cars are coming through, and then game on, yeah. roll it back on, right? We could very easily do that. Not easily, but we could do that. And But we're addicted. as in the, the economy, the way that that society is built, it's addicted to the profit margins. It's addicted to making the profits. You can't extract the profits for like, you know, an extended period of time or even fucking 90 days. Do you think, do you think a, a sizable amount of people uh, will break that addiction during this time? I don't think anybody's gonna. You know, I think that everybody. I was. I. I had hope. Hope for that. I had hope for at least a little bit more consciousness on the on the issue of like. I mean, I see some people that are like doing viral videos on YouTube or whatever, where they're screaming in their car about like at the banks to just stop collecting mortgage. And these are people that you normally wouldn't, um, wouldn't think would be of that political or that that you know economic persuasion or economic mm-hmm. belief system. And I think maybe a little bit of the um, veneer is being pulled away, right? It's like, okay, wow, what would really happen if just if banks just didn't get to collect the mortgage for a few months? Would they all? Would mm-hmm. would people really die? Like, would I mean, would it be like some tragic thing? No, of course not. It would just it would just be a pause. Yeah. And th- th- it's not like you're talking about, uh, you know, media or education systems or or, or systems that are systemically and uh, historically underfunded and and um, uh, and imperiled, you're talking about banking, which is to has done banking has had a pretty solid 150 year run in this country. Like banking's been yeah. doing fucking fine, and to like say okay for three months in the interest of public health, people who hold the loans, Wells Fargo, which is a complete shit show of a company, like just pulling pulling off its mask and showing how terrible of a commercial bank it is. But like Wells Fargo, Chase, Bank of America, 
Like, oh, you know what? You guys just don't get to make your record profits right. for three months. And then things will go back. But no, it has to be like, oh, we'll give you three months of not paying, but then you have to pay the whole <laughs> thing back, you know? And, and, and like, it, and all of that has a not has knock on effects, right? It all has yeah. its dominoes, and it, it all results in worsening economic conditions because we're just we're addicted. We're addicted to the economy. We're addicted to the economy of profit. We can't just all sit at home reasonably for ninety days, pare back our lives, and just focus on eating and doing what work we can do from home. We can't do that. And and for people who can't do their work from home, just like allocating enough money that yeah. they're taken care of and seamlessly getting it to them without them having to jump through 50,000 oh, yeah. fucking hoops and doing a bunch of, you know, waiting processes in, oh my God, dude, it's, it's just, uh, the words fail. There's no way to explain the magnitude of the inept, of the inept nature of this response to, to this global pandemic. It's, it's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, the Tax Foundation, which is like a notoriously, like, I think it's been around almost 100 years. The Tax Foundation, which is always fighting for less taxes, obviously. It's a right-wing think tank slash institute, whatever. Um, they released this, like, infographic map that I thought was hilarious because it showed, it was a heat map of how hard hit different states are by unemployment. And they used, as the font of their data, like the the, the origin source of their data, they used new unemployment claims, which seems like a great idea, right? Until you realize that, you know, you look at Florida and you're like, oh, wow, Florida's only got, you know, Florida is actually doing really good. It's only got like three to five percent uh, new unemployment claims. And it's like, yeah, because 95 percent of the people who tried to file the claim, new claims were unable to do it because yeah. the system is so broken and the website doesn't work. And even when you file by paper in an analog way and send it, you know, by a UPS carrier and shit like that, uh, like it's still just doesn't work like you still just don't end up getting the money like you yeah. don't actually end up getting the money and it's built that way on purpose to make it look like wow what a great job ford is doing it's made that way it's not an accident it's working exactly the way that it's supposed to yeah and that's all over the country that's every state it doesn't work anywhere yeah yeah florida's notoriously fucking terrible though i mean like we we we, we specifically had it was rebuilt in I think 2015, I think uh, with um, with with in 2015 with like 2005 technology and uh, the the pro like a lot of the contemporaneous notes and information were that it was built to not work because they wanted to artificially deflate uh, or 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 push down the numbers of new claims of new unemployment claims. Yeah. Um, so. It's 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 crazy, man. It's fucking insane. Um, how about this? A, a, another big uh, failure of of websites to work. I was gonna go searching for stuff that you might like on um, a twenty four auctions dot com, and that website's broken. Have you seen this website? <laughs> I just saw the right before we started. I saw they posted something about it, but I haven't actually looked. Yeah, at it Yeah, a twenty four auctions is. Oh, now it's working. A24 auctions. What can we do? We can do uh, some of these movies. I don't know. Oh, there's nothing open. On it too. There's nothing open. Nothing like you can't actually get anything. Oh, you can yeah. Get and anytime they put anything up for sale, it's all sold out. Even though it's like crazily expensive, it's all like sold out immediately. I'm sure like every bid has been made. 
Um, yeah, it is. Like, uh, ooh, the light. <laughs> That's what I was just looking yeah, at. Yeah, you would get that, right? I, bet, I, I, wonder, I wonder how much it would cost for me to get this for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, why is there just like a picture of Zendaya? She was in the movie 8th Grade. No, that's not. Know. What is that? What's in what movie was Zendaya? That, this looks like a picture of her from. Spider-Man. Oh wait, it's it says item from Euphoria. That's that show she's on. But I didn't know that A twenty four has anything to do with that. Yeah, I had no idea. Huh? Huh? That's weird. What, I wonder thing, if there are what is the one thing from an A twenty four movie that you would most want? Whew. The thing I would most want from an A24 movie. Um, you can't say an Asian person from The Farewell. You can't You can't say your own Chinese person. Um, what about a robot to dance with from Ex Machina? Okay. I, uh, <laughs> That's basically um, the same thing. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to think about that. A sacred like a deer, one. Yeah, sacred deer. Bowl of spaghetti to eat and stare at you. No, I'll tell you what um, I would want. Um, what I legit would want is that fucking house from Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> very much a good one. I mean, that's got to be like a, a a ten million dollar house. I'm sure, it is nice. What about the thing, the 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 like the thorn chain or whatever from First Reformed? <laughs> you can whip yourself with, you flagellate yourself. That's a good way to pass the time. <laughs> <laughs> how about um? How about this? How about like uh, uh, a season pass to all the concerts at the 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 venue at in Green Room? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I don't know if it would go if things would go over well for you at that place. Yeah, that might not be your crowd. It's probably not going to work out too well. Uh Hey everybody, you guys sure don't have any hair on your head. <laughs> wow, you guys sure have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> what is a uh, Krisha? I never even heard of that. Oh, uh, Krish- Krishna? No, Krisha. Is it called Krisha? No, I thought it was called Krishna. Uh, that's the first movie from the dude who... I still haven't seen it. The dude who made uh, It Comes at Night and Waves. Oh, really? I want to see that. Yeah, I never saw it. I wonder if it's any good. Um, Was that was that, that Kevin Smith movie was an A24 movie? Tusk? Tusk. That was one of their first uh, releases, yeah. Oh, God. I heard that was really bad, though, right? It's just... It's so stupid. Yeah. It's just, like, too stupid. Um, I told you I, I couldn't finish it. I started it the other night just out of like respect for our old, our old sense of cultural sensibilities. I tried to give the Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie um, a crack. I couldn't. I couldn't get that far into it. It was yeah. like just, just. It was like staring into the abyss of your own death, into like watching your yeah. own body. It was like looking at yourself age, and and seeing the teeth fall out of your head and feeling. This your senses go numb. It's a fucking bummer. It's a real bummer. A real, real bummer of a movie. And I like. I guess my thing was I didn't get where were they. I, I asked you this on text, but I'll, I'll get you to talk about it here. 
was is 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 the thing because it's very self deferential mm-hmm. and also self referential and i'm just wondering wondering like is that kevin smith making fun of his reputation for being like bad a bad when i say bad filmmaker i don't mean like oh he makes shitty movies which i mean he these days if you look at the body of his work total like he mostly makes shitty movies sure. but like he's also shitty at movie making like he's a bad director that doesn't make he, he like doesn't care or try to make shots look right. good everything is kind of a jumbled mess he just tries to squeeze things on there's not really i guess any art and i guess you could say that it used to be it was always that way but there used to be some thoughtfulness in um in consideration and the scripts the scripts is where i think kevin smith made made his name sure and now all of his scripts are just like things that are making fun of old scripts. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. What did you? Is it just like a full, you know, loop of parody now? Or I mean, is there any redeeming shit at all to any of this? Or uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a combination of laziness and just out of ideas, but still needing to feed the fan base. Um, I, I think. I don't know. I feel like he has fun making these things, but there is, like you said, no art to it. Like there's nothing, there's no need to make any of these. Like it's just, it's just, he he wants to hang out with friends and make something. And I think he genuinely loves his fan base and he wants to just feed them stuff. And they don't seem to have any real, uh, you know they're they're not looking for quality of any sort. They just want more content. That's Kevin Smith, and so they, they're willing to take anything, and he's willing to make anything. So it just kind of works out. So the, this is like this kind of tests, or maybe it's like the proof of that theory that I had about like content, where it's like if you just get maybe half a million rabid, like really love you fans that will just pay for anything. Yeah. You're set. You don't need to be Steven Spielberg. Right. You don't have to. Be you don't good. need to be. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be good. You just have to be good for that that little group of people. And I guess it's just a matter of like getting in front of that amount of people. I mean, how many people through from like 1994 to like 2004 saw Clerks? I mean, like half of moviegoers. Like I don't know. Like how many people became aware of that movie? Right. And we're like, okay, well, this guy, this guy's interesting or has something to say. And even by 2004, he was already over the over the hill. His, he was already cranking out really bad movies by that point. Um, sure. I don't know. It, it, it's just, I, I guess, I guess it's a silly and stupid thing to be like focused on. But we were so into those first three movies of his. Oh god! And yeah. we laughed our stupid like 19 year old asses off at at a lot of the stuff that he made. And then. I guess I, I'm fascinated fascinated with it in the same way that I'm fascinated with like Limp Biscuit and stuff that just didn't hold up. Right. You know, I, and I wonder why. Like, why did it not hold up? It's so weird to me. Well, one thing to just add to this, I don't know about that, but um, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me or anything. But there was an article earlier this year about how Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, relatively speaking, because of the release method, was one of the most successful movies of last year. Uh, because they did wait of twenty twenty or twenty nineteen twenty nineteen when it when it came out in a small like not 
non-traditional theatrical run. You know what they did? They did like a road show. Oh, because they do that thing where they where they put it on um on like a hundred screens, and every one of those hundred screens is a sellout. Yeah, well, and it wasn't even a hundred screens. It was one screen at a time. He 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 would play it in Vegas for one night, and then the next, like it literally traveled to another city. For one night. Oh, well, then and that's like doing a. That's like doing a. I don't even think that's not even the same thing. That should be compared with like concerts. Right. Exactly. It's barely a like a movie. It's it's like you said. It's more like a concert kind event. of thing. And because of that that weird you know non traditional release, it actually, uh, like I said, relatively speaking, was one of the most uh, successful, monetarily successful releases of last year, which is absolutely crazy. Um, considering that most people who saw it didn't even like it but <laughs> i mean but it didn't make but it didn't make a lot of no. money it just made a lot of money per show exactly exactly right yeah so that's just weird so that yeah i don't know i, I it was it was like seeing the the faces and i know that all of them have had their like struggles with like weight and drugs and stuff like that but and so they probably look a little older than they should look like you know, Kevin Smith just looks like hollow and there's something, something happened with, um, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes, like, I don't know how long ago that one movie with Zach and Miri came out, but he looked fucking good in that movie. He looked like a good looking guy. Yeah. He was like in shape and healthy and his face looked normal. And now he looks just, oh. I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, but I feel like he had gotten clean at that point. And then I'm guessing yeah. he must have relapsed at some point after that. And yeah, he, he looks, yeah, he just looks so weathered now. Yeah, it looks just weathered. And he, he I, I, I still think about Zach and Miri where he was like all, he, he like got in shape for that movie. Yeah. And yeah, that was like the joke was that he was, a, he was a hot guy in that movie. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, which was a good movie, by the way, Zach and Miri. Now it there was. you go. That's a, that's a Kevin Smith movie to go watch. Go watch Zach and Miri. That was a damn good... He should just keep making movies like that. Like, you know, in that sort of chasing Amy quadrant, you know, where it's like weird relationship stuff. I, I, I hate he has no interest in doing it. No, I guess not. Like, the thing that... Every five seconds, it was it was a joke about how these guys don't know how to um, acknowledge that like snapchat exists or something it was like a, every every like five seconds it was a joke about like uh like some new modern technology that didn't exist when their last movie came out 20 years ago yeah. and like like instagram what the hell is that you know and, and, like, that was half the movie have and then like and then some other character being like instagram is where uh obnoxious people go to show other obnoxious people how vain they are or something some like snarky like it was it's what kevin smith thinks you can tell it's like what he thinks about those things you know and and i don't know that there used to be some charm to that when he did that in the first jane silent bob movie but like now it's i don't know even the dick and fart jokes kind of just rehashing the same thing yeah pretty much pretty sad you seen anything good lately what have i seen lately uh I will tell you one thing, you know, I've been doing the Missing Pieces series on piecing it together, and somebody suggested that we Here do we uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. 
and oh, I haven't right, seen that since movies. the theater. Good movie. I know you love it. I haven't seen it since the theater. I love it. Uh, One of the most eminently rewatchable movies. Yeah. Like, whenever it's on, I will just watch it. It was pretty damn fun. I, I didn't, like, get into it as much as you did back when it first came out, um, but it was fun. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it, like, a year later okay. when it came out on, like, Stars or something like that. All right. Yeah, no, I, I was really impressed uh, how stylish the movie is. I mean, I don't think any, because, you know, there's a thin line between, you know, video game, comic book thing, and, like, superhero thing, and I don't think any recent superhero movie looks that good the way that the action is staged and everything. I mean, it's it's crazy. I'm looking forward to talking about that one. On you, know what I, you, you know what I randomly rewatched last night um, was... Uh, uh, a movie that I used to really, really love, and I still like, was uh, Green Hornet, which I think is very underrated, mm. and has like a pretty weak script, and like kind of like the, the performances aren't really that good. Um, you know, it's like I mean, it's just Seth Rogen being Seth Rogen, yeah. and then like, and Cam- Cameron Diaz was already like at that point of her career where she was just like not really doing. I think she was like a couple years away from retiring at that point, um, but. But that movie looks so cool. The way that they do the action in that movie looks so much better than most Marvel movies. Actually, I will say Green Hornet is probably the best DC movie that's out there. I can't think of a better one. Like, uh, it, it's it's better than all those DC comic book hero movies. It's actually kind of funny, and it has good like practical effects instead of CGI. Um, I don't know. Do you remember Green Hornet at yeah, all? Yeah, it was fun. That was Michelle. It was Michelle Gondry, and it was uh, Michelle Gondry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was. Uh, it was very creative. It was a lot of fun. Christoph Waltz was at the height of Christoph it. Waltz was the best. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Let me take back the performance things because the performance comment because Christoph Waltz is incredible yeah. and so funny in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that since the theater the, either. But that was great. The opening scene with him and uh, James Franco, where he's trying to pronounce his name, and he's like. You say your name's Chudnovsky. <laughs> Chudnovsky. Chudnovsky. Your name's Chudnovsky. Uh, that was like, yeah, one of one of me and my wife's like all time favorite uh, scenes. It, he's in a, awesome. In any movie, he's so James Franco saying Chudnovsky. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else have you been? Anything? Shit. Anything a lot of a lot of TV. We watched the end of Devs. Do you want to mention Devs? Yeah. Talk about Devs. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You, you and I were watching Devs together and. I don't know. I feel like it started personally. I feel like it started way stronger than it ended. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think it's an impossible we, show to finish. Like, like really stick the landing on. I mean, it's just it's too big uh, with, with the themes it's trying to explore. But I think I think it was a good ending though, and it certainly was an ending that had me thinking for a few days, which is you know one of the better things I can say. Most shows don't end that way. That's more reserved for a really really good movie usually. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe he should stick with movies, Alex Garland. Maybe he's just better with movies. I feel like maybe he, he had this one eight-hour story that he needed to like get out of his system, and he didn't want to do two movies or whatever, three movies. And maybe he should just stick with movies. I mean, it it absolutely could have worked uh, four hours, you know, and instead of eight hours, maybe it could have even been trimmed to two and a half, and yeah. and then you get a movie, you know. Uh, yeah. But no, but I loved it though. Anyway, it was great. Um, we also, you know, what we just watched uh, Hannah. Have you ever watched that? Oh my god! Wait, did you watch the TV show or the, the movie? TV show? Okay. Um, 
I started watching that TV show and just a uh, like a, a very far cry from how good the movie was. Did you ever see, see the I movie don't think or no? I never saw the movie. No, I missed it. <sighs> the movie was 100 times better. Um, hmm. the, the First of all, this girl, I thought that she was going to be the next great action star, but she ended up becoming the next great like movie star. Who she yeah, now is Saoirse like Ronan. Yeah, who she's like the now the the next like I don't know fucking uh, uh, Meryl well, Streep. Yeah, she's like the next Meryl Streep now. But I thought she was going to be like the next Michelle uh, Michelle Rodriguez because she in that movie is like she kicks ass. She's a very yeah. physical, and I I don't know. She must have been like fifteen in that movie, and um. Yo, I'll take I'll take that Hannah Hannah the movie. You guys should watch Hannah the movie, but you've kind of already seen it now. But the action in the TV show was so bad. The fighting scenes were so awful. Um, and then also there's a scene in the movie where um, it's just like an underground subway fight with uh, Eric Eric Bana taking on like twenty dudes, and that uh-huh. is just the best fucking fight scene filmed. One of the best fight scenes ever filmed. It's so good. And wow. just, just Eric Bana, Eric Bana just like dominating 20 guys and just whipping their asses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fucking great scene because they build him up. They're like, oh, she's a badass. She's incredible. But that's her dad. And he like, he taught her everything. And you don't, sure. you don't see him except like with a beard and like a big winter coat for like the first two thirds of the movie. And then he shaves and like cleans up and he's back in civilization. And they build it up during the movie so much that you're like, oh, shit, now we get to see this guy, you know, go off. And uh, it doesn't disappoint, man. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah, I got to watch that. Um, what else did we watch? Because we watched a lot of TV. Um, oh, Better Call Saul just finished. Better up. Call Saul just finished. What did you think of that shit? Fantastic. That was what, great. I mean, Best t- like, that's, and that's how you end a season. We sing the praises of that show a lot, but, like, legitimately the best show on television right now. Like yeah. the best show, so fucking good. I told you, I texted you the other the other night when it ended, or maybe it was yesterday. I forget, but I said like I rarely ever do do like seasons end and I of TV shows now these days, and I like wish that they were fucking like on again right now, like that I could keep yeah. going. And that yeah. is one of those rare moments, and it's really frustrating because with our like instant gratification society on TV, you you pretty much just are just watching through everything, but yeah. um. Yeah, man. Fucking. Uh, I, but the scene before that, the episode, the thing I wanted to mention to you was the episode before that, where I feel like we have these, you and I have talked before about how we think that this this show has in a lot of ways surpassed Breaking Bad. And mm-hmm. going back to Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad has these like 10 or maybe 20 like touchstone scenes, like the, I am the one who knocks, you know, like those like scenes that everybody talks about that were yeah. so good. The scene with um, with Lalo Salamanca saying, tell me again, tell it to me again, tell me again. That's <laughs> one of those scenes, dude. There's never oh, been yeah. a scene where you, I've like been watching TV and I find myself like I'm sitting on the edge of my seat and I'm like, oh, my God. Holy shit. What's about to fucking happen? And like <laughs> that is such good writing. That guy is such a fucking good actor, man. Yeah. Um, he's so scary. So fucking terrifying. Like one of those loose cannon people that you know, like could pop, you you know people like that. They we I mean like we knew a lot of people like that that were like right. dangerous people, like weird and like <laughs> off kilter, and could do literally fucking anything at any moment. Um, I don't know. Do you remember that scene? What was your impressions? Of that I felt like that was a 
the 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 last season, the season where 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 Saul takes the girl who gets rejected for the scholarship award and has that conversation with her outside of the um outside of the law office. I thought that was like the shining scene of sure. that year. And then this year I thought that that was kind of like the the incredible, you know, scene of the year or whatever. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And I mean just for it to be that just terrifying and intense without anything, you know, actually happening you know what i mean just right. yeah it's just uh yeah that performance is so fantastic it's he, he's incredible he's definitely the villain of you know that makes the series you know so good other people have made the point that like ray seahorn who plays kim absolutely like stole the show this year the guy who oh, plays for sure the guy who plays lalo uh, lalo salamanca and also the guy who plays um what's his name uh Nico, not Nico. What's the the kid's name? The younger guy. Um, Nacho. Nacho, not Nico. So like they're all great, but then you forget that like Bob Odenkirk is still Bob Odenkirk, and he's still fucking incredible and hilarious (laughs) and so good, and he's like great in every scene. He is. He truly is. I do hope that because last or next you know year is going to be the finale. I hope that you know they find a way for him to be a little more front and center. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, I mean, I yeah, what all these other people are doing is just it's just perfect. All what is your prediction now? And we'll revisit this in a year or however long it takes. What is your prediction now? I'm going to give you two scenarios. You tell me which one is more likely. Um, we've seen right that uh, the present day. Uh, I think he changed he changed his name again. The present day Saul Goodman, or the present day Jimmy is now, you know, a manager in Cinnabon, right? Yeah. In where? Omaha, Nebraska. And this year, we learned that Kim, as a kid, grew up in Omaha, Nebraska because we had that flashback with the Nebraska license plates. Um, mm-hmm. So what is your prediction at the end of this series? At the end of the series, is it that uh, that something happens by virtue of Kim deciding that she wants to be, knowing that we, that Kim doesn't exist in the breaking bad universe, which happens later. Right. Um, does she die or does Saul slash Jimmy, uh, slash, I think Norm, right. Isn't that what they call it? His new name is I, Norm or something. I think something. you might be right. Yeah. Uh, slash Norm reunites with her somehow in Nebraska in the present day. Like what you, I'm holding you gun to your head. You got to pick one of those two. Generally, one of those two options. I think for for the whole series, I've thought die, but I'm starting to think to go through these two big long series and not go to the happy ending. I think it's going to go to the happy ending. You think that finally that like that Jimmy will get they, a happy ending? Yeah, they find some way to reconnect after the events of Breaking Bad. Yeah. I think the only one who gets a, 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 a not happy ending, I guess, then is Walt, right? I mean, because... Yeah, I guess so. We, did you watch El Camino or no? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, spoilers for El Camino for anybody that didn't watch that, but um, that random Netflix movie about the Breaking Bad <laughs> universe. But uh, Jesse... Content. Yeah. Jesse <laughs> Jesse gets a, a, a happy ending, happy-ish ending, right? I guess part, mm-hmm. of, the, part of the moral of that movie is that the endings aren't happy for people like him, but they're endings that I guess you can live with. Sure. Maybe it's, it's something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I can't wait to see what happens. Anyway, that's it. Oh, yeah. 
That's all I really got this week, dude. What do you got going on? Um, awesome movie year. Just kicked off uh, the 1996 season. We're uh, we're now recording remotely and gonna just keep it moving. And uh, and then uh, your daughter makes her piecing it together. Debut Ooh, when does that come out? It when is it that coming out? The, just hit the feed a few hours what? ago. What? So. Okay, yeah, check that out. Check out uh, <laughs> Zoe Quinones. How did you bill her? Zoe Quinones Leal? Like, what did you what did you call her? Ah, uh, just Zoe Quinones. Uh, Quinones. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, go check that out. Talking about Frozen Two, getting into some puzzle pieces, sort of. Oh, look at this kid! All right, I'm gonna listen to that right now when I get off. Hell yeah! All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good.